Okay, so welcome to the um, third, I think, of the um, sort of one-off specials we're doing uh, as part of the coronavirus lockdown. We'll stop talking about the coronavirus now because we've. I feel like it's everywhere you look at the moment. We're just <laughs> going to talk about music tonight. So we started off with Bosphorus, um, amazing uh, sort of post-metal band from Glasgow. Um, they've been signed to Trepanation Recordings, um, which is fantastic because they're a brilliant label. They seem to be putting out like oodles of amazing stuff and Bosphorus are amazing. Um, I've played with them before um, at 13th Note in Glasgow. Um, there used to be a band called What the Blood Revealed. Um, they're sort of long-term friends of Nine Hertz and various bands I've been in and they're just generally awesome people and this is fantastic. Like I've got shades of like, um, well, all sorts really. Um, what did you reckon to this, Pete? Yeah, it's good. Well, like, I, and I, I've tried to play some. I, I know the name. I just can't, I couldn't remember. Who it was with. So I mean, if you played with them in what with Flatlands, I guess. So it's quite a while ago. Uh, yeah, um, we played with so uh, Bosphorus uh, in Temple Steps as well. Um, right. All right. Okay. But we played with what the Blood Revealed actually played the last Flatlands show um, ever uh, before right. we did that reunion last year. So. Okay. So that's, so they've been going quite a while then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. The um, I think it's it's three quarters of what the blood revealed right uh, now make up bosphorus but bosphorus have been going since 2016 i think right okay cool yeah, yeah no i liked it what i like is um it's got quite a lot going on underneath it you know there's yeah. like there's a um something i picked up like second or third time through is like this kind of uh strange buzzing sound at the start which um you know, it's a bit unusual, and then there's other instruments which provide kind of a subtler contrast to kind of the big weighty, you know, front end of it. Uh, which, um, you know, the more realistic, the more we got out of it in that sense. So, yeah, enjoyed that. Yeah, really interesting stuff. Um, uh, that was a track, um, I think it's the only one they've uh, sort of released so far. Um, it's called Silhouette, um, and it's off um, the album, um, self titled. Uh, and you but, get that. Sorry. Sorry, just to say that it, it says up from Bandcamp, it says there's an album coming out called Slow Burn, Slow Burn but it's uh, not out till September. Oh, okay. So, yeah, this is almost like a, a single, I guess, off that to, mm. to sort of tease it. So um, you can get this at uh, Trepanation Recordings uh, Bandcamp or you can get it at bosphorus1.bandcamp.com. Um, yeah, brilliant. So um, I, I'd say this podcast, uh, we've, we've lent heavy on the doom and uh, the sort of the grimy sounding stuff this week. So... Uh, you've picked an amazing um, band that I've never heard of, actually, called Grim Ravine. Um, so did mm. this come for you for reviews before? Or? No, no, uh, it didn't. Um, they Their last release, or their first and last release, <laughs> as they were, um, did, and I reviewed it and really enjoyed it. That was called... Uh, one Mortals? Uh, the Light is from Below. Oh, maybe they've had something since. Um, but yeah, something in 2017 I reviewed, uh, really enjoyed it. It came out on Blackbow. Um, and yeah, I, I, I'm not sure I've heard them since if they put something out. Um, and then, so this came up cause you know, I was following them, you know, following Facebook and punk camp and the like, and, um, just kind of listed when it came out, which was only, uh, this week. So, um, yeah, there's four tracks on there. They're all kind of 10 minutes plus and it's it's a really good album did you listen to the whole thing or just this I did, track, yeah yeah um it's got quite a lot of different influences going on mm. i think there's kind of the, the sort of the very doomy kind of 
sort of heavy riffs, but that I really like the vocals. They sort of yeah. they flip between quite raspy and and screamed, but to quite sort of melancholic and spokeny kind of stuff. A bit bit my dying bride maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah, I definitely part. got a bit bit of them in there. My dying bride. Yeah, I I know it's you know the vocals do really stand out. This it reminded me of kind of. Um, like when in the harshest, like uh, Ramesses, when they were on that, you know, when yes. they when they were in their kind of black metal phase. Uh, but there are kind of those My Dying Bride and Trad Doom elements in. There's um, there's almost like, you know, like the big, uh, you know, like Blind Monarch style dread. and But also more modern doom in the in the riffs in there. It's all in there. And because these songs are so, so long and so big, it, it goes, you know, it's like that. In each track, it's not just from track to track. Yeah, it's a really good album. Yeah, really, um, like rounded sort of release. Um, yes. Yeah, I'd, I'd recommend sort of listen to the whole thing in in one go because it's um, yeah, it's, it's kind of immerse yourself in this one. Um, so we're gonna play uh, the opening track to the album. It's a long way down to where you are, um, and this song's called "The Waiters Upon You."
Right, so we're going from Trav Doom to um, possibly the, the roughest standing recording you'll hear tonight. Um, so uh, this is a black metal band that have released a, a record on uh, Iron Bonehead Productions. Um, reliably horrible from that label. Um, so this band is called Doden Bezwerder, uh, which means necromancer, I think, in Dutch. Um, and yeah, I just, I love this. I mean, I love anything that's like really shonkily produced black metal i just i i love it and if it's done with intention even better because I, I feel like this it's almost like listening to it through like an 8-bit filter or something it makes it sound like it's recorded on like an old rotten chipset or something mm. it's it's fantastic but, yeah but it's what, what you said is key isn't it it's intentionally so isn't yes. it here and it's it's the aesthetic and um as well as that uh there's this you know there's a eeriness to it uh, like a ghostly like you know they've, they've got a really strange album cover to it you know really kind of yeah. horrible poltergeist type thing and there is this um ghostly eeriness to it you know which an airiness and, and it's not just in the backgrounds of the song it's almost it kind of masks that chaotic rough uh black metal behind it yeah and that all together makes it really compelling yeah um what i really like about it is i think they describe it as um they had um two rehearsals and recorded a demo and then Iron Bonehead just went yeah let's do an album so <laughs> I love that um, they're just a two piece as well so um, this the amount of layers they've got going on here is quite impressive um, mm. I doubt they would be able to record this or you know sort of replicate this live but I'm sure they'd give it a good go uh, really interesting stuff so uh, there isn't much more to say about this I think it's just kind of one of those ones you've got to kind of um, absorb. It's very ghostly, like you say. Um, so we're going to play a song called Glamendas Varden Dor de Mist Van Het Evangeli, um, which I can only guess what it means. <laughs> Thank you. 
So from the, the depths of that uh, horrific black metal, we're going straight into some more laid back, more kind of listenable um, music here. So uh, Venom Sabathi, uh, who we've played many times on the podcast, absolutely amazing uh, Italian band, I believe. Uh, Mexican. 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 Um, I think this is this the... Close. Is this is this the sequel to um, the record we had on a few weeks ago? From yeah, Sigvera. the Segvera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, if you, do you want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, the, it's like this huge concept album. Everything they put out, so you know, it's been about space and the exploration of space and NASA and uh, and and Mexican kind of um, space programs. Um, it's you know, they've, they've put out several releases. Um, three years since gravity works which was an amazing album uh the, you know they toured the world following that you know they played the uk really um a, a really great band to kind of follow to you know like one you kind of you believe in a lot um and they create these huge you know you know psych space rock tracks which are instrumental but supplemented with uh, you know nasa samples and the like which make it feel, you know, which make it feel like there's there is a vocal element to it. It's so ingrained within the music, and it's the same here. So, you know, it's been building up to release this album, uh, which came out this week, and it's you know it's everything you want from them. It's it's you know it's kind of got that beauty to it. It's got heaviness to it. Uh, it really does. Um, the length of the tracks, as ever, you know, it kind of space, but it allows for that exploration, allows for patience, and you know, like a sense of you know, like weightlessness and of the stars and that's what they bring every time and it's it's everything you kind of any you know if you're a fan of the band it's everything you want yeah and it's a great intro to the band if you've not come across them before um mm -hmm. absolutely brilliant stuff um so the only thing i can maybe compare it to in terms of the concept like a sort of spacey kind of sample led uh, instrumental band um have you heard of man or astro man from um I, yeah heard i can't of remember them, so mm. they, they used to um, dress up as astronauts and um, they play almost like surf rock, instrumental right. surf rock, but mm. um, through a spacey kind of concept. So they have samples of scientists talking about polarity and all sorts yeah. through their music yeah, and they've yeah, yeah. got like electronic effects all over it and it just yeah. works and it, you know, they run with that concept and I feel like the Venom Sabathia are like the spiritual brothers um, yeah. playing a different genre. Um, yeah, there's. I mean, there's uh, Yuri Gagarin. I think we played those yes. uh, this year. Um, who are obviously kind of exactly the same. Um, you know, the same type of music, same uh, concept. Um, so yeah, there's. It's there is that kind of there is that niche to this, and and you know there are a select few bands who do this so committedly. You know, there's a lot of bands who will talk about space when you know doing heavy psych, but. To really commit to the, to it like they do and, and like Yuri Gagarin do and others, it's you know it makes it um, special. You look at like the packaging, you look at the album artwork in uh, the UK uh, that it, the vinyl's been released by a label called Stolen Body Records, um, and they've got a special vinyl pack. You get a twelve inch with the artwork and the the colouring of the vinyls kind of meant it's like green and blue like Earth. Then you get a seven inch with it, which is uh gray and black and white which is like the moon and then you get a um a manual which is uh written by the band it's really special so i mean it's 25 quid it's a lot of money but for everything you get i pre-ordered this ages ago mm. it's unfortunately that you know it's, it's they put a notice up saying it's been delayed and they don't know what will happen in terms of um getting that out there but 
I'm happy to wait, you know, because this looks yeah. this really special. It looks like something really, you know, put the heart into it, you know, into making something really unique. Yeah, I think um, there's quite a few um, labels sort of being delayed at the moment. I know Riot Season have a um, Acid Mother's Temple release that's going to be delayed now because the world's a complete mess. Like, Post is, you know, not going through Europe and it's probably even hard to get to America at the moment. So, yeah, I think we're going to have uh, a lot of delayed parcels uh, appearing in, in places, basically. Um, Vin and Sabathi, um, I think, are they due to play um, Doomlines this year? As as current, yeah, they're yeah, due to come back it, over to. Ahead. Yeah, they're due to yeah. come back to the UK in uh, July, August, uh, but who knows? Well, fingers Hopefully. crossed. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to play a song uh, off the new record, uh, which is of dimensions and theories, and it's called Quantum Determinism.
So from space, um, we go to something that's uh, a lot more kind of sinister. Um, so this band's called Eternal Dread, um, and this comes out on uh, a mate's record label called Dodd Tapes. So um, I've known a guy called Matt for a long, long time. Um, put on his band After the Last Sky a few times. He put on my bands a few times, and he sent me this very kindly a few months ago. Um, but I've uh, I've only just got around to making sure it goes on podcast. So. Um, yeah, it's a split with a band called Metis uh, Obscuratis, I think it's called. Um, but yeah, I, I just thought this was really interesting, kind of um, almost disjointed doom. So very sort of sombre drumming and then like riffs that kind of sound improvised and, and kind of go all over the place. But there's just something, I don't know, kind of like 90s doom about it. Um, that's that's what yeah. I kind of got from this one. Yeah. It's it's very slow, um, and you know, even for Doom, and it does kind of feel a bit kind of you know just feel organic, like it's been, you know, almost kind of developed as they're playing it. Um, there's something quite telling. It says um, the songs, you know, like in the way it's written on Bandcamp, it says um, it was it kind of it was more riff based than ex- than they expected. I think they thought it was going to be more. You know, reading from it, it was going to be more, you know, kind of noisy and chaotic, but actually it's got more like of a structure dreary. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you kind of sense that from it. And, but what actually came out is, is, you know, very, you know, extremely slow, uh, but kind of doom, uh, structure. Yeah. Yeah. I really like it. And, um, the, the tape, I think tape is the perfect thing for this. It's kind of one to sort of sit down and be very conscious of. It's not kind of something you can just have on in the background. It's very sort of, again, I, I use this again, but you have to kind of immerse yourself in it, really. Um, so if you want to sort of um, hear a bit more of this, um, it, it's quite a lengthy release um, in total. Um, you can get this at uh, eternaldread.bandcamp.com. <laughs>
so I feel like this, like I said before, I feel like this podcast uh, tonight is um, very sort of filth-led, and um, this is no um, exception really. So I'm going to talk about a band called Slave Hands, uh, who have um, put out a very sort of um, thick and fast kind of release on Dry Cough recordings, uh, which we play a lot of. Um, but this is this is great, isn't it? Yeah, this is you know it's it's proper. Uh, you know, midnight's horrible sludge in the kind of corrupted vein, and uh, from Finland, there's it kind of because it's on dry dry cough. Then you know it's going to come to our ears because you need to listen to everything they put out. Absolutely, and yeah, there's not much to say. So it's just really, really kind of enjoyable listen. I was going to say horrible and nasty and all those things, but you know that's par for the course. That's you know that of course it is. Yeah, it's just I just enjoyed listening to this. Really, you know, put it on, whiz through the whole out al- whole album, and you know how long it lasts, and uh, still keeps it back straight on again because it's just, you know, it just it's it's that kind of specific element of sludge. You know, it's it's pure nasty. There's no kind of, you know, uh, weed references a groove or anything like that. It's just you know heads down horribleness, and I, and I loved it. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, I think uh, the fact that they've called the album "No More Feelings" is brilliant. <laughs> um, yeah, um, and the, the the press blurb says for fans of grief, Moloch, Newthgrush, corrupted, and meth drinker, which I think is spot on. Um, yeah, we're going to play a song called "Malignant Filth Vessel." <laughs>
So uh, we're going to play a, a track by a band called Consumer next. Um, I have no idea about these. So um, you, you sort of found this one, didn't you, Pete? We've, we've <laughs> yeah. been talking about no. um, it's it's coming out actually the day this comes out. So um, this is hot off the press. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, I, I know nothing about them either, actually. Um, <laughs> the, the, it came through for review. It's just three tracks. Um, and what I'm about to say is purely what I know from the email that came with it. So they're from Italy. Um, it, you know, it says black and sludge. It's fairly, uh, you know, it's that's an accurate description. Um, and I, I, you know, I really enjoyed it. Um, the uh, yeah, I, 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 not too much more to say when you don't know much about them. That um, the one that can, the only thing I kind of I couldn't quite work is like consume. You know, like the whole consumer thing. It took me a while with um. I, you know, like the you know somebody who buys loads of stuff, and I thought actually there's the two meanings of consumer, and you know the more, you know, um, like some big yes, <laughs> and anyway, oh yeah, it's probably that. It's not about <laughs> shopping. Like, yeah, it's not someone who shops yeah. a lot. So, yeah. Uh, but you know, yeah, it, I actually really enjoyed this a lot, and I think you know people who listen to this podcast will get it straight away. And yeah, yeah this is what you want. You want new bands heard of slave hands not heard them before consumer not you know not heard them before. these are two sludge bands which uh putting albums out this week both sound great so yeah perfect yeah succinct but yeah it does the job doesn't it um i i really like this so we're playing a song called witch slayer which is amazing um but i just like the pace of it um i think a lot of sludge doesn't start as um wild as this um so yeah it, it sort of goes straight for it love it so this is consumer
Roeburn is one of the most incredible festivals in the world. I think um, obviously this year's a bit of a write-off for, for all festivals um, before sort of the end of the year. Um, but um, this is a, a live recording from uh, Roeburn that we're going to play from Orchestra of Constant Distress. And um, if you've never heard of them, they're, they're kind of like a super group made up of several different bands, including the Skull Defects and Brain Bombs. Um, I think it's a Swedish collective. Um, and to be honest, it's right up Riot Season's street. And I can absolutely see why they've uh, cornered this band and, and released stuff by them, because it's just absolutely brilliant. It's It's got a psychedelic sort of thing going on. It's got... Um, very sort of experimental things going on. It's it's just all over the place, but it sounds so good, doesn't it? Yeah, it it sounds um, like chaotic. It it's raw and live, obviously, and and it's you know it makes me want to be there. I am not a fan of live albums. I never have been in my life. I've I've only got a handful, and they're ones I was at at the actual gig. You know, as a kind of talking of the remembrance of being there um but for me i did they don't normally do anything for me so you know i listed this right season i put a you know kind of several releases out which I'll, I'll come to later but um so i was listening through them and this struck me immediately it, the you know you it it clashes it, it really loud and uh grabs your attention there's some of the feedback you know the feedback's so harsh it sounds like the vocals from the body yeah. <laughs> so like really oh well, that says more about the body obviously but yeah. <laughs> it just you know it, it really really felt it really felt you know like felt like you're there which is what a live album probably should do so is what you know and and particularly from Roeburn you know like we've both been it is you know it's that kind of doom mecca um and it is a special place to be. And you can see, you know, there's so many live albums get released from sets that are played there. But you know why? Because, it, you know, it must be a special place for bands to play. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the acoustics are amazing. The bands always, um, you know, kind of put everything into it. And, um, yeah, I was, I was really kind of really taken with this. And, you know, the thing about Riot Season, they've got, I think we mentioned before, and we said we're not going to talk about coronavirus, but... They've got four albums coming out um, between kind of last week and the next couple of weeks, including this and including Acid Mother's Temple. Um, and, you know, the labels are just going to get struck by this. You know, it's really going to impact upon them. You know, so how, how as you said before, how, how can Riot Season put out the Acid Mother's Temple when, uh, like vinyl, when people from around the world are going to buy this? You know, our, our uh, postal systems, you know, holding up, but will that last you know they talk about non-essential posts is that actually enforced what about uh international you know will they actually even get through will these get lost will then the labels have to you know um you know pay the people for these lost packages which might never find their way yeah um so it's it? yeah and they've already you know the labels are invested all this money with the bands with the uh with the recording with the production of the the vinyl and the, whatever it is so it's it's an uncertain time for them, but you know, hopefully, I, I've got a, a couple of records. You know, like the Venom Sabathi one, for example. I've got a couple of records which are due to come to me, and um, you know, I, my intention is to kind of write to the label and say, you know, it can wait as long as you, you know, as long as they'll come one day, it can wait, and hopefully, you know, as long as I think that people still need to support them where they can, um, and now, but just accept that you know, it might not be there. Yeah. 
It's a real shame. I mean, um, I think in in this day and age of of digital um, downloads as well, if you can find your way to even just um, dropping people money for um, the digital versions, then hmm. I would at the moment um, more than ever, really. Um, but you know, if if uh, labels really think about this, they can kind of get ahead of this. I think we're kind of getting off the point because I mean, this is an amazing so, record. Yeah. We really need to, <laughs> it is. <laughs> we really need to sort of say this is great and. Um, to be honest, I'm probably just going to order this because it's kind of like a, a document of, of um, an amazing sort of very free sounding band. Um, so we're going to play um, Discomfort off this, which is the um, the one they've kind of previewed on Riot Season. And you can get this at riotseasonrecords.bandcamp.com. <laughs>
So to bring you uh, back to normality, we're going to sort of finish with um, Richard Dawson, um, singer songwriter, um, has released amazing records recently. So um, his latest album is called Twenty Twenty, which is probably a bit portentous, like given what's happening at the moment. Uh, and Peasant was um, his sort of masterpiece before that. Um, his back catalogue is amazing. It's kind of very noisy in parts. It's very experimental in parts. Um, and to sort of stave off the anxiety and the um, uncertainty of the current situation, uh, Richard has been recording pretty much an album a day um, through the end of March. Um, and I think he's going to continue until um, the lockdown's sort of gone. Uh, so he is performing kind of very pastoral sounding peaceful stuff with his partner um and he's called it bubles and uh the seven albums so far um uh, seven days seven albums um and it all follows kind of um very keyboard led kind of um experimental stuff uh, i just thought it was a really nice thing to to do and um I don't know if he's given the profits to anything or, or whether he's just like, just enjoy this. It's, here's something I'm creating while we've all got nothing to do. There uh, is a, just to jump in there, there it, yeah. it kind of does point you towards women's aid crisis and oh, yeah, um, yeah. the RNIB. So, yeah. And he was a brilliant person anyway. So, yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, this this is really interesting. I, I thought it kind of goes, it's very soundtracky stuff. It's kind of weird. Um, pos- if it was a bit darker, it'd be Dungeon Synth. Um <laughs> But um, yeah, it's got an altogether sort of pleasant, airy, um, countryside-ish kind of tinge to it. So I don't know what you made of this one, Pete, but I, I thought it's a fantastic idea and really well yeah. executed. I have only had a chance to listen to this one track that you kind of pointed out um, so far. But yeah, I, I actually really enjoyed it. And I love the the idea of it and the, the you know, I was saying to you just before, the, the idea that kind of lockdown and can be used, you know, for a creative uh, opportunity you know like yeah. I've, I've got kids and we're here and i said to them at the start of this you know let's think of this as uh, an opportunity to do things you know like to do things which you don't you know as me you know as me as a parent for them and then as a kid like opportunity to learn the keyboard or to you know learn a new language or to you know to spend more time together to do something you know, like to actually do something creative that um to try and you know not get bogged down in the and the negativity of everything right now and, um, and yeah. to listen to the news and, and everything. I think it's got to be, you know, and art will always be the the best outlet for that. So I love the idea in that sense. And I love, you know, particularly for people who are, um, you know, big Richard Dawson fans like you are, for example, then this is a treat. This is something to look forward to every day. And, you know, and, and specifically this, Jack, I think I loved it. Yeah, it, it could definitely soundtrack, um, you know, like a, a fantasy board game session or something like that, if you if you sort of uh, so in, inclined. Um, really, really enjoyed this. So I think you can just you can pay what you want for each one. Um, I'd recommend um, if it's going to charity, like giving a little bit more than you might might normally for a digital release. Um, you can get this at bubils.bandcamp.com. That's b u l b i l s. <laughs> 